0: Everybody's doing the fish, yeah yeah yeah. Doing the fish. <laughs> yeah, 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 everybody's doing the fish, yeah, 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 everybody's doing the fish, yeah, 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 everybody's doing the fish, yeah, Hello and welcome. This is Modern Beers and 90s Nostalgia. My name is Justin Lamb. I am your host and you are listening to episode three. You made it and it's a good place to be. We have a lot of great stuff to go over today, and this episode is the best episode so far because this episode is themed parties. That's right, parties. Now, parties have a lot to do with beer, that first half of the name, and parties have a lot to do with 90s nostalgia, that second half of the name. We're going to cover both of them as in-depth as we can in less than a half hour today. So let's dive in now and start off with everybody's favorite modern beer it's time to go to school i can't believe this if i was bleeding out my eyes you guys would make me go to school this is so unfair this week we are learning about session ipas so gather around kids and let me tell you a story in the magical land of england circa world war one era and up until 1988 workers were allowed to drink on the job The obvious issue with that is that you would get drunk on the job and either hurt yourself or someone else, because you were probably working in a factory long before safety standards that we have today. Well, good news. It was in that time period, in the early 20th century, that brewers set out to make a beer that the workers could drink on the job without getting too pissed. Pissed means drunk in England. What they came up with was what we call today a session ale. Hmm. It was called a session ale, get this because it was typically consumed during one of the workers' drinking sessions during the day. Yeah, workers had assigned drinking sessions. Where's this job and how do I apply? The session ale was brewed to have an ABV, which is alcohol by volume, of around 3 to 4% so as not to get too sloppy. Uh, In fact, some quote-unquote session purists would argue anything higher is no longer a session brew. But... As we do. Americanizing this concept, uh, our session beers, including the most popular Founders All Day IPA, is at least a little higher in ABV. All Day IPA clocks in at 4.7%, so it's actually closer to five, and nearly every other session IPA you find will be in the four to five percent range. There are other session beers as well, but typically you will only see IPAs in session style uh, as they have such a high alcohol content to begin with, it almost has to be labeled if you're going to lower it. That in itself, the lower ABV, is actually one of the great debates with Session IPAs. So IPAs, are India Pale Ales if you haven't been following, almost by definition are high IBU and high ABV beers. To put it in layman's terms, super hoppy and super high in alcohol. Uh, And it's typically looked at by beer connoisseurs or brewers as an oxymoron to have a Session IPA. Because Session means low alcohol and IPA means a hell nah. Fun little fact for you. Good teacher. (laughs) He really seems to care about what I have no idea. So what we just learned about Session IPAs is that they have a lower alcohol content. Why would we feature those in the party episode because guys you gotta pace yourself you know i'm a big fan of ipas and i'm a big fan of imperial ipas and bourbon barrel aged stouts and anything you can find that's got a eight to twelve percent alcohol content in a can however if i'm going to a party i gotta pace myself it's gonna be a long night i can't show up and drink five 12 ounce beers and just be that sloppy drunk guy no one likes that sloppy drunk guy believe me i've met people that have told me they didn't like me when i was that sloppy drunk guy so guys pace yourself drink some session ipas today i have three session ipas that i am drinking here in the studio and the studio is a bar in my basement the ipas we are having today is founders all day ipa Lagunitas Daytime IPA, and Stones To Go IPA. These are all pretty readily available anywhere you're listening to this, unless you're in a foreign country. And uh, probably the most widely distributed session ales across the country. Now, you can find sessions in other brews, but typically IPAs, as I mentioned before, are the ones you're going to find session versions of. And you don't really lose a lot of hoppiness on most of these versions, especially the all-day IPA. So now that you have your beer, you know about your beer, education is important, people. Let's fast forward to some of them great party tracks out of the 90s. And here's just a few songs you might recognize. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. La, 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 la. This is how we do it. It's Friday night. the west side so i reach for my journey and See i turn it up romance. give me a soft subtle mix and if it ain't broke then don't try to fix it and think of the summers of the past adjust the face and let the alpine blast pop in my cd and let me run around and put your car on cruise and lay back because it's summertime just heard some of uh this is how we do it by montel jordan some uh, summertime dj jazzy jeff and the fresh prince yeah that was before uh, big willie style for those of you keeping track and of course insane in the membrane nah insane in the brain cypress hill some other songs you might have heard at parties in the 90s what a man salt and pepper what's up girl jump around by house of pain jump jump uh regulate warren g we Regulators." And uh now that we found love, Heavy D and the Boys. When we found love? when are we gonna do? That's the one I'll get sued for. Uh OPP, naughty by nature. I'm down with it. And baby got back, Sir Mix-a-Lot. If you have any comments on that. Mix-a-Lot and kick them nasty thoughts. Baby got back. <laughs> As I said earlier, parties is the theme of this week's episode. Parties are very universal across every generation. Your parents probably played spin the bottle at the same age that you played spin the bottle. I know it's not something you want to think about, but I thought I'd throw it out there anyway. But parties in the 90s had some very specific and unique things that I want to point out today. And we're going to get more into that as time goes on. But first of all, parties, what comes to mind? Depending on what you did as a teenager and in college, parties can be very different. There's a few different kinds of parties that I used to attend to regularly. Yo, I to have sex tonight. It took me all day, but I it down to a list of 10 very lucky finals, You know what i I definitely went to my share of drinking until your vomit parties, which essentially is someone somehow got alcohol and you were underage and parents were out of town and so you just drank and you didn't have a goal other than you know get the liquid courage to talk to someone you might have been avoiding but you just drank and occasionally uh the bathroom was just split between friends puking and then you didn't remember the entire night the next day those were successful parties people and i'm proud of each and every one of you that attended those next you have uh maybe you did video game parties we had playstation out at this point we would stay up all night friends and, and play video games and see how far in levels you could get. Hopefully they're multiplayer games. Otherwise, if you're like me, you just sat on the couch and ate junk food and drank anywhere from alcohol to soda. Well, your friend leveled up in some game that you didn't really care about. And PC games really made their their appearance in the 90s as well. Games like EverQuest. I remember going over to friends' houses and just staying up until 8, 9 in the morning. You're just playing games on the computer. I know a lot of people still do that and that's actually grown in popularity, but you guys gotta pay some respect to the original people here. We were out there making sure those games worked so you could be out there playing even better games today. You're welcome. And then a little bit further down the nerd rabbit hole. If you were anything like me around 1996 to 1998, you might have been out there playing a little Magic the Gathering. Did you ever go to those parties? Yeah, You and about four or five friends all create different sort of Magic the Gathering decks and you guys just battle each other all night long, maybe make a tournament, maybe you fix up and make different decks. It was a big uh, fire zombie deck, it's red and black, not important, but really fun. I want to dedicate a whole episode to that later. Magic the Gathering played a huge part in my life because I was a huge nerd and had a great time doing it. And then my personal all-time favorite kind of party is you and about, I don't know, five to nine of your friends. Parents were probably home, but you guys were hanging out, maybe in the basement, maybe in the living room, and you were watching movies. And plural. It wasn't always one movie. Sometimes it was multiple movies. Maybe you guys watched a TV show and then you watched a movie. Doesn't matter. Maybe you went out to the movies. Those are still parties, especially if you gather at a location before or after do a little pre-game maybe a little post game i had a group of friends growing up in high school all we did was watch movies together and it was the best thing ever and it's where i get most of my movie references and i'm still obsessed with most of those movies to this very day and guess what almost all of them are from the 90s guys i'll tell you about some of those right now what is that a dress says who calvin klein it looks like underwear Go upstairs and put something over it. I only came here to do two things, man. Kick some ass and drink some beer. (laughs) Looks like we're almost out of beer. (laughs) Oh, and this one time, at band camp, I stuck a flute in my pussy. (coughs) Excuse me? What? Parties and movies in the 90s, uh, they were like their own characters. They were their own... Screen Actors Guild members. Parties played such a pivotal role in movies in the 90s. They should win their own awards. I'm going to go through some movie titles and talk about the parties that were in them. Just to refresh your memory on what a huge role parties played in 90s cinema. In no specific order, Clueless, uh, they go to the party where we hear that wonderful song. Rolling with the homies. I... have no idea if that's even a real song not a fan but uh donald Faison is in that shaving his head at the party good stuff went on to do scrubs later uh 10 things i hate about you bogey lowenstein's party maybe you remember that that's where uh heath ledger really falls for julia styles character wise anyway and uh can't hardly wait the entire movie is a freaking party that takes place at a party There's about two minutes of graduation in the beginning and about two minutes of not party at the end. The rest is a party. Uh, American Pie. Every one of the American Pie movies has party scenes. The first one is the one I always think about because every time I get beer in a clear cup, I always think there might be semen in it because, you know, American Pie traumatized me in the weirdest way. Uh, Empire Records. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. The whole movie ends with a huge party that saves the frickin' record store. Great stuff. Uh, Dazed and Confused, another movie that starts at the end of the school year. Then the whole movie is trying to find a party. And then eventually just creating one out of thin air. Because that's what you had to do. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. You know, I was wondering when Christina Applegate was going to finally be an adult. And she proved to us in that movie that she can be an adult. And she can throw a fashion show in her backyard... Because, you know, she's in charge and the babysitter died. Spoiler alert. Uh, House Party. I don't need to say much about it because it's House Party. It's right there in the title. One, two, and three. Might even be a fourth. Scream. Oh, so Scream's one of my favorite movies of all time. And Nev Campbell plays a huge role in that because that's my boo. But Scream ends in a huge party where we find out who the killers are. And there's... Some of the best scenes in that whole movie take place at that party at the end. And then, uh, Biodome. Can we talk about Pauly Shore for a minute? No, but we will later. Biodome, they throw a huge party and then they have a little party, little miniature party to help clean up from their party that ruined everything. So parties are an essential role in 90s cinema, especially in your teen and college movies, your romantic comedies. Parties are always there behind the scenes, making everything work, and they intertwine in storylines from script to script and book to book, and they're fantastic. And I love them, and they're wonderful. Now, contrary to what you may believe, I was not always such a responsible drinker. Session IPAs were not my go-to choice. In fact, until a uh, guy with a fake ID when I was 19 came around with Sierra Nevada, I didn't really know much about anything outside of Bud Light and Coors Light. Cause you know, you go to spring break in South Padre when you're 18 and you learn things about yourself. But before craft beer came along and changed my life, we had other drinks and other ways of consuming drinks when we went to these parties in the 90s. Some of those things I want to talk about right now. First of all, every single person I know has a story involving their parents' liquor cabinet. Now, whether that liquor cabinet was just another cabinet in the kitchen or a whole little bar that your dad or your mom put together, everybody uh, stole from their parents' liquor cabinet. I knew a girl that used to come over to my buddy's house, go down to his basement, open up the liquor cabinet behind the bar, take a little water bottle out, just do a little bit of each, a little bit of each bottle into the, into the water bottle. And I mean, shit got her drunk. So good for her. But parents never noticed because it was just a little bit off the top of each bottle. Now, I believe if you combine all those things in something like a slushy machine, it's called a suicide and uh probably tasted that way cuz that sounds pretty disgusting i can't imagine a Kahlua tequila vodka triple sec drink that i would really enjoy but that's what happened and everyone's got a story about that either that or drinking from your parents' liquor bottles and then trying to refill them with something like water or apple juice or something to confuse them be like oh they never drink this <laughs> We all grew up to find out that our parents knew about all that stuff. Because after Dad's fourth vodka and tonic, when he realized it was just tonic, he figured something out. Because your dad was not as stupid as we made him out to be. Another thing. Beer bongs. You guys remember beer bongs? I'll tell you what. I had the shittiest cars growing up. And I always had to carry a funnel with me to pour in antifreeze or oil or gas or whatever... Fluid I needed to replenish in my car when it broke down on the side of the road And when I was younger never did I think I would use that funnel for something as nefarious as a beer bong For those of you that don't know, let me tell you the quick tip Little rubber hose little funnel on the top fold it little kink in the hose fill that thing up with a can of beer and then uh, go ahead and let that kink go and drink it all in one gulp never have i thought i was gonna puke as many times as when i bonged beers i say hurl if you blow chunks and she comes back she's yours if you spew and she bolts it was never meant to be and then finally uh, the first time i drank i'm going to share this little gem with you guys my friend worked at subway so we had a plan we were gonna meet up at subway we're gonna fill up our subway cups with whatever soda drink we preferred Then we were going to go mix that with whatever alcohol we had available. And that was going to be our first time drinking. Group effort. Almost like a suicide pact. And I'll tell you, from my choice, you would think that's what it was. Because my first drink that I got completely blasted on was Mountain Dew and tequila. And I'm going to let you in on a secret. Not a great combination. Yeah. No, you'd think maybe the citrus of the Mountain Dew would be like a lemon or lime with tequila. But it's not. It is, uh, it is the worst thing ever. I don't recommend it. My hangover the next day didn't recommend it. And I specifically remember going to school on Monday and talking to one of the seniors and saying, Hey, I'm a little concerned. She said, why is that? Well, uh, I got drunk Friday night. She's like, that's no big deal. No, no, no. I got drunk Saturday night as well. I think I have a problem. Well, she burst out in laughter, and uh, that is my best memory of that girl. She was a senior, I was a junior, and she was clearly way more experienced in, uh, than me in parties and drinking and having a We made it guys, we made it to the end of episode three, the party episode. Now if you take anything away from this, please let it be that you should pace yourself and not drink a bunch of high IBU, high ABV beers and get shit-faced and embarrass yourself. Also, do not mix Mountain Dew and tequila. That's gonna be a terrible idea. Believe me, I know from experience. And third, if you're over 30 and you can still bong beers, I say stick with it. You got something there because you are a rare breed. So good for you. You guys like, share, comment, post, snap, whatever social media platform you want to use. Let people know you listen and please let me know what you think of the show. You can comment on the website, justinlammusiccom podcast, or you can send me a direct message if you know who I am. If you don't know who I am, come find me. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook. Uh, Sahara? Is that how you say that? doesn't matter. No one does that anymore. Uh, You can find me there, though. Justin Lamb Music. That is my name on everything. So hunt me down. Find me. Let me know what you think of the show. Thanks for listening. Keep on drinking.